gangs first started taking over and people are getting, I mean, truthfully kidnapped and killed. He can be a global leader anywhere. Right. He can move to the U.S., right. get a job. Right. And Dawn said, so we talked to him about, do you just, is it a good time for you to leave? She said, and he said, well, where else would I go? Like, what, if, I, if I'm going to, if God's called me to lead these people, how do I leave them in their worst moment? Welcome to the Hope in Real Life podcast with Jason Gore. Our team is passionate and committed to bringing you more hope in the everyday, real areas of your life. If this conversation and content is valuable for you, please do us a favor. Like, subscribe, and even share. You never know how valuable it could be to share a little bit of hope with someone else. Let's get the conversation started. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Hope in Real Life podcast with Jason Gore. I am Wade Harris. In our first four episodes of this podcast, we've, we shared with you Jason's story, obviously. Uh, we talked about mental, emotional, spiritual health. We talked about mental toughness. And we did those things because those are really foundational to uh, what it is we're trying to accomplish with hope in real life. Uh, if your mental, your emotional, your spiritual health is not in the proper place, uh, it's hard for you to go out and bring hope to other people. Well, today we actually want to bring you uh, someone that is bringing a lot of hope to people in Haiti. Uh, his name is John Aleeks. He's a pastor down there. He's someone that we've had a relationship with for many years. And this gentleman, when I tell you he's a pastor, he's that, that's probably an understatement because he does so much more. Uh, he has nonprofits dedicating to helping the people of Haiti. He started several churches down there and he is just a wonderful individual. And so today uh, we want to join you into a conversation that was actually the very first podcast that we recorded for Hope in Real Life. It's with John Aleeks, obviously, myself and Jason, as well as Dawn Stride. She's one of our leaders here. And we just want to talk about the importance of doing global missions and global ministry work uh, and how you can get involved with that. Because we believe that is a key way for us to bring hope, not just in our local communities, but around the world. Here's that conversation. Well, welcome to another edition of Hope in Real Life with Jason Gore. This is the place for any and everyone where we're going to give you just a little bit of hope. And uh, we have some special guests today. Of course, to my left, you guys know Jason. Uh, to my right, your left is Dawn Stride. She is one of our leaders here at Hope Community Church. And to her right, we have Pastor John, John Alex in the house. All the way from Haiti. That's right. <laughs> Good to see you, brother. First time, too. first time here since 20, before 2020, right? Yeah, I mean, 2019. 2019. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And pre-COVID. That's good. Forever. <laughs> That's good. Well, it's good to have you here. Uh, so we're going to talk a bit today about just global missions work and what that looks like and uh, why we do it here at Hope, but why we think it's important for you out there to get involved with that as well. And so, Jason, I'll start with you um, just from a big picture point of view. What is global ministry work? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm probably tempted just to have Dawn answer this one since it's a large part of what she oversees, but I'll answer the question you asked and then I'll let her give the right one. But, um, and, and you know, this is a podcast, it's hope in real life, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get, I, I do this sometimes, try to give two answers. Like here's the answer, but here's how it applies to everybody. I, when I think global missions, I, I think of partnering with God and what he's already doing around the world mm -hmm. to bring hope and restoration and peace 
to a world that desperately needs it. Sure. And uh, and so he's already doing the work. His heart is for that work. And so how do we as a church, when the Bible says that we're going to go to Judea, Samaria, the ends of the earth, uh, when the Bible says to go out into all the world, how do we partner with him and what he's already doing? So that's my that's my answer for you know global missions for the church. I would say that when we're talking about how do you find hope in real life, I, I do think it's important to realize that why I think it's important for even us here um, is the world is constantly making us look in the mirror and sure. think about ourselves and our own problems mm-hmm. and our own issues. And man, there is something about when we just get focused on ourselves, those issues seem so big and we can find ourselves in a place of hopelessness. When man, if we could just get our eyes opened up to the actual intent that God has for us, which is to actually be like a blessing to the world around us. And then we see those other needs and then we get caught up in our real purpose. We actually find a hope that we didn't know that we had. And so um, I think it's incredibly important for us to continually call people and, hey, don't forget there's a bigger picture. Hey, don't forget there's a bigger sure. picture. So. Yeah. Don, you want to you hop in? Sure. Uh, exactly what he said. <laughs> uh, but no, I think there is that whole, I, I've been reading in Acts lately and just kind of spending some time in there. And I've just been overwhelmed as I read about Paul and the missionary journeys that he took, just how um, he went from place to place and connected with bodies of believers and encouraged them in the faith. So there's that aspect of like, God is on the move, just like Jason said, all over the world. and. It's incredible when you look at it. Yeah. Like when you start to learn about what he's doing in different pockets of the world and some in really tough places and some in great places, or some that we look at like, oh, those, those are the nice places to go visit. Mm. But, but there's such uh, an emptiness in yeah. some of those places. Sure. So places that we might not expect um, are actually in some of the greatest needs. Yeah. Um, but you see that. And when I think back to Acts, of Paul being sent, he's encouraging, but he's also sharing faith as he's going. He's he's evangelizing. He's talking about God in places where people had no clue <laughs> at that moment. So those unreached groups. So I, I think in those those terms. That's good. John Leakes, you're doing ministry on the ground in Haiti. Mm-hmm. We got to have you hop in here. Well, I mean, doing ministry, it's 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 very good it's just something i like i said everybody have to do i really mm-hmm. i strongly believe it's not it is something that really god want us to do i don't know who you yes. are what we want to do in life but for me the first thing that you have to do is ministry mm. yeah. you know so this is my belief and I, for me that's why god say go and then uh, to all the world and then get people mm-hmm. saved and now i mean I can do ministry like the way I'm doing it, or you can do it another way. We are different in different things, sure. and that's that's why God give the uh, gifts, you know, yeah. to serve. So basically, when you are doing mission, really, it, you are on a mission, so you are in ministry, and this is whatever God tell you to do, however He can use you, whatever is your gift, this is what He give to you, and you have to take that seriously. Like yes, sir. That. And that's why I, really, I teach to my people, to the church member and things like that. But that's, that's why I teach like to the kids in the orphanage mm-hmm. and things. Mm-hmm. So I tell them, hey, this is what the Bible said. Not only see things for yourself, but look at how God wants to use you and let him use it however he wants to do it. Amen. Yeah. 
I love what you said there, just because we are all on mission. Like yes. it's not just, missions is not just like over there. In fact, it's not missions. It's one mission, right? Yes. We're yes. all on one mission mm-hmm. and that is to reflect the glory of God in yeah. this world. So True. I love that. I know Agape is about to turn 10 years old this year. Mm-hmm. And our church obviously has been partnering with you along this journey. Um, I would love to hear each of your perspective of how this partnership started, how you all connected. Uh, I know Jason, you and Dawn both spent some time in Haiti even before you connected with with John Aleeks. And so uh, I think it will probably be helpful for our listeners um, to just understand some of that backstory and just, you know, just how strong this partnership is. Yeah, um, so for, for Hope has been investing in Haiti, partnering with what God's doing in Haiti for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our original partner was an organization called Hope for Haiti, mm-hmm. down there doing ministry in Zraje. And um, and I, I came back to Hope, I wanna say in 2012 on okay. staff, but in 2011, I went uh, on a vision trip. I had been asked to sit on a board of a nonprofit called Help One Now, phenomenal nonprofit. In fact, those of you that are listening, Check them out, man. If you're looking to partner with another great organization, they're we'll fantastic. Put them in the show notes. That's right. There you go. And uh, but went with them down to Haiti. This was in 2011, shortly after the earthquakes of 2010. Mm-hmm. And I remember Chris telling me, and there's this leader on the ground. Chris is the founder and CEO of Help One Now, mm-hmm. saying, "There's this leader on the ground down there. You got to meet this guy. You will not believe." Um, he, he, the, he, the way that he gives his life away. And we're talking like orphanages and schools and helping through earthquake relief and he's planted churches. And all I can say is like, the legends were true. I mean, mm-hmm. you meet this the guy. Legend. You meet this the guy. Legend. And you're like, Man, this is a yeah. world-class leader. And I, I think, I don't know that I'll ever talk about him. I mean, if the Bible was still being written today, this guy would be in the story. Wow. And wow. you meet, and so I remember coming back, was on the board of Help One Now, ended up back on staff at Hope. And um, I had heard that the leadership here at Hope was um, already had a ministry there, but had come to a place where they said, man, if we want to change the fabric of Haiti from the inside out, we should probably do it by helping get a church started there. Mm. And so I just remember saying, listen, if you're thinking about planting a church, there's a guy down there that's already planted some churches. And then some folks went with, from Hope, with Help One Now down okay. and met Jean Alix. Okay. And uh, then before you know it, there's another trip plan and people start dreaming mm-hmm. and casting mm-hmm. vision. And uh, the next thing you know, we turn around and like mm-hmm. Agape Church is born, the vision's born and the church is planted. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Your perspective. Well, I mean, in that the way that the way it was really really and and you know when God is doing his thing he has his own way the yeah. way that he would you know so but like for me and my part I mean it's like for 15 years God gave me the vision you know to start uh, Agape Church sure. but you know I was doing a lot of things a lot of other churches orphanage and school and things like that but I mean in Petroville area which is the city with about one, ta- one million people so this is where I say man we should start a church there God gave me the vision yeah, I'm praying and things like that so you know waiting for the time now this is when I meet with the team it was January 2013 that I mean, some people from Hope help one now, and then they want me to share about the ministry and things like that. So good, I mean, I'm going to share. And then yeah. I, I just <laughs> tell them. And then they say, well, I mean, what is the vision that you have? I say, I, I mean, I say, well, man, I feel like I am a pregnant woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that the way I say it. I say, I feel that I, I'm a pregnant woman. I'm ready to give birth. 
And they oh, say, what yeah. to? I say, to a church. I say, it's not traditional and things like that. You know, we, we want to, in, to have a big impact. And I tell them, Haiti needs to change. I tell them that they, that church, God, you use it to change the country. Yeah. Yep. So, so that's it. So I talk to the group and then, you know, people ask me questions and things like that. But tomorrow, the next day, I mean, one of them say, hey, um, actually we can do it with you if you want. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't wow. really know about the Hope Community Church yeah. and things like that. But to make a long story short, so then we meet with the leadership, we go and visit places and things like that. And then in uh, less than a year after January 2014, we launch. Wow. The church. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Mm -hmm. I know you guys are in the midst of building a building right now and, you know, just preparing that for, for the 10 year anniversary. Exactly. I, I have a question that I think for you, um, and, and this is important. Why are you so committed to Haiti? Mm -hmm. Because you see leaders in different places and I may be one of those because I've moved around a bunch <laughs> of different times in my life. Right. Mm -hmm but you're so committed to Haiti when the truth is you could probably go and do some other things in some other places. Why is that so important to you? I mean, you know, it's a calling, sure. which means I know it is a calling. I mean, I don't know why, but some people, they don't, I, I believe that everybody have their own calling. Mm. You see what I mean? But some people, they think they can do whatever they want to do in their life, which I don't, I don't, I don't think my, for myself. So God called me to the ministry and I answered a call. And I will be in the ministry on, until God send me somewhere else or, you know, have me doing something else. But uh, that's why I'm so committed. This is what the Bible says. This is what God told to me and things like that. So um, I will do it sure. in, my, in my life. So we will plant more churches in Haiti. Amen. We, we have a lot of other things that we will do. I know that because it's the vision that God gives to me and I will. I will do it. You know what I mean? So some other people probably, I don't know why they do things like that, but me, I'm trying to do uh, God, the thing, whatever he say, God way, they want he, the way he wants me to do it, I'm going to do it. Sure. Yeah. And I think it's worth noting, <clears throat> and I want to ask you on a question after this, mm -hmm. if, I, if that's okay. Absolutely. But when um, one thing that really stands out to me, and you know, Jolene, means I'll never forget the day Dawn told me that um, when the, when, when the gangs first started taking over and people are getting, I mean, truthfully, kidnapped and killed. Um, I mean, we had to help get you a bulletproof vehicle to kill, keep you safe, which eventually was a part of saving your life. <laughs> and, and it was like, okay, well, John, at least he can be a global leader anywhere. Right. He can move to the U.S., right. get a job. Yeah. And, and Don said, so we talked to him about, do you just, is it a good time for you to leave? Because we don't want to lose our leader on the ground. And it's, she said, and he said, well, where else would I go? Like, what, if, I, if I'm going to, if God's called me to lead these people, how do I leave them in their worst moment? And I'm yeah, like, man, good. that yeah. is That's a good. man who knows what his calling is. Mm -hmm. um, I would love to hear Dawn just from you real, real quick, because I know um, if you don't know this, you listen to the podcast. So Dawn's been a global leader really for like. Global leader, that's I a big word. Well, you I, been, I mean, you have, you, you, I mean. <laughs> On staff leading at a huge church in Uganda, Watoto Church in Uganda, and then you've been back here helping oversee our global missions for years, and I know that's been on your heart for decades. I mean, I'd love to hear your impressions just coming from a larger background of experience, missions in different places. What really stands out to you about what's going on in Haiti at Agape? Well, Haiti, 
when I first visited, I was, um, I was impressed by the people, mm. first of all. Yeah. And back then that was, you know, things had happened in the, in the country, you know, the, hurt, the, the earthquakes, all the different things, but the resilience was there. Mm -hmm. um, but I was impressed more so with this guy mm -hmm. and his wife, Milan, and just their tenacity. Um, I loved seeing what was happening um, and through the years, there's been challenge after challenge and after like just seeing even the political climate just disintegrate in front of us mm -hmm. and just what it has has shaped into. But with that, the resilience is still there. And even through fear, we had a conversation one time and he said, man, it's just so bad. But it's in times like this that God wants to do his best work. Like it's, it's only him that can do this. And I think it's that faith piece. That's what I've seen. Mm -hmm. I've seen that faith element of, and that hope. I mean, we're Hope Community Church, but what he, he and the church, are they have to have hope in order to withstand what has been yeah. thrown to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really that belief that it's only God. Yes. And that's a really special place to be in yeah. because mm -hmm. sometimes we can feel like we're good. We don't need God's help. But when we're in those crucial times, mm -hmm. that's where he shows up stronger exactly. than ever. And that's when we actually realize our true need. Yeah. Um, so that's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jason, what about your first time in Haiti? Because, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned before going down there and, and partnering with that organization that you were on the board yeah. for. Well, I'm curious what your first impressions were too. Man, you know, so when I was down in 2011, and I didn't really know what to expect, and I've been to some different places around the, the, the world. I've been to a couple of different places in, in Africa, Kenya, uh, Uganda, I've spent some time in Kyrgyzstan. I, so I didn't really know what to expect, mm. and, but it was in 20, it was just after the earthquakes of 2010. Um, but what I was blown away by is, is like, man, we're just over a year later, and like there's still rubble everywhere. Mm. Um, it's clearly a place, it seems like, man, this place has just been broken. And yeah. where's the infrastructure going to come from? And how are they going to rebuild? But like Dawn said, another thing that stood out to me is in the midst of that, man, the people seem so resilient mm. and beautiful mm. and hope-filled mm. in the midst of, um, man, I mean, a time that you really can't put into words. Like sure. You just have to go and experience sure. it. And so that was one thing that stood out to me was just the people. And I, but, but I mean, I, you know, I'm going to be a broken record here. I mean, the, you, when you move around and you're like, you know what this place really needs is generational change. And so yes. somebody's going to have to stand up and invest in the youth and meet their needs. And who's getting, then you turn around, you're like, oh, this guy's taking me to this children's home that he started <laughs> and this organization started and this children's home and this church. You're like, man, this is being done. That's good. And um, the fact that, I mean, like sometimes we think, and you want to get back to like our philosophy on global mission work. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to think, oh, we've got to go and come up with a solution. When mm -hmm. again, I'll say it over and over, God's doing the work. Yeah. You got to find a way to go and support and be the partner that is needed to help that ministry move forward. That's good. That's good. Speaking of, uh, let's discuss the importance of doing those mission trips hmm. yeah. overseas. Um, obviously, you've been a part of them. Dawn, you've probably been a part of too many to count, <laughs> right? Sending people, going yourself, like, you know, all those things. Let's talk about the importance of that for a little bit. Well, I think there's some awesome elements of it. Uh, first of all, we call them teams here. Sure. <laughs> and the reason we do is just because it's not just a trip. You know, a trip mm -hmm. can 
can mean a lot of different things. Yep. Or oh, it starts and, and then it's over. Yeah, it's done, it. right? Yeah. But a team is like you're going as a team, serving as a team. Uh, the importance to me is the the act of serving, mm. the act of humbling yourself to go and serve. And uh, really, the key element is the partner that you're partnering with, mm. because like a broken record, it's it's about the partnerships, it's about the relationships, it's about the work that's already happening. And so we get the chance to come alongside and just support and yeah. be an encouragement, be an extra set of hands. Maybe we bring a special skill, like uh, Jean-Alix, you were talking about the calling that each one of us have. And sometimes mm -hmm. sometimes it's that special skill that is really needed in an environment. Yeah. I mean, there's some, really th there's some specific things that are needed, but most of the time it's really just a servant heart and the encouragement. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that you've been on the, the receiving end when we've sent down yeah. teams and what has been the, like the best thing for you in, um, in the teams? Well, I mean, all of them, they are, I mean, usually, I mean, like different, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yep. Like you said, everybody have their own gifts. They can do their own things, you know? So when we have doctors come and then uh, in Haiti, you know, nothing is free. You have to pay for everything and then you have the money and things like that. So the best thing that you can have is someone in the medical field that come in Haiti and that help you with whatever you have. Yeah. So that's a blessing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we have a lot of teams, kind of, you know, from Hope that go to Haiti and then for one week and and they do that. So that that's that's a big blessing. Now you have, now it's not like in the US, probably you will see a few people, things like that. You're gonna have a line of people because like I said, they don't have the resources, they don't have the money, but we, you come with the resources, you have them with the medicine, so that's good, you know. But we have some people like teachers that teach in the US and then they go in and teach our teachers how to teach. Mm. You, you, you know what I mean? Because we want to have the best for our kids sure. in Haiti, but we don't have the resources and there's other things, so we have, People, we, we, we have people that go in and teach us in our constructions, like put the roof on, on, a, on a church or on someone's on someone, someone house. For example, if we have, when we have the uh, king in Haiti 2016, 2017, we have, you know, with the, I mean, 30 churches or 200 people houses and things like that. So we have people, I mean, you know, and now, and sometimes you have to be very creative. You, you don't have the same, kind of resources that you have here, and then we're gonna have it there. So <laughs> so sometimes, you know, our people, I mean, the people from the US here, when they go up, so they go some, here you have all the equipment and things like that. It's then you ladders, here. The it's ladders really aren't the yeah. same there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but is this a ladder? You know, you know, I mean, we do a lot of things that are very, I like, uh, for example, the camp that we do We have a lot of, um, I mean, team, we, we do, Hope Community Church do some training for our staff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, so that's really good because, hey, we're trying to build a church, but at the same time, we never have it. Something mm. like that in Haiti. So we are, they are teaching us, hey, this is how you can do it. You know what I mean? So, and then we receive and, and things like that. So we have so many things that we have I mean, been doing during the, the years that people go in and uh, help us how to do it. I think the cool thing is, um, you talked about us coming and helping you do it. Yes. Um, and we sometimes feel like we have all the answers and mm. we don't always have the answers. Yes. <laughs> but the cool thing is that we get to learn from one another. True. And I always yeah. hear from people who've been on a mission trip, mm -hmm. like a team, like they come back and they're like, I don't know if we helped them at all, but man, it changed my life. Yes. You know, and that's yes. like the thing that is 
it's the sweet sauce. Like it's just, it's like so good because we come back changed. We yeah. see God and moving in a different place. We experience it in a different culture. We get beyond ourselves mm -hmm. in the moment and we yep. can just, we can, we can just be a part of something bigger than ourselves. Yeah. And we come sure. back ready to serve our neighbor a whole lot better. That's good. That's good. Um, here's a last um, kind of thing we can do to wrap up. Um, wrap up already? We're done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? <laughs> All right. We have, um, if, if I'm listening to this podcast, I'm thinking about our listeners right now, mm -hmm. and they're like, man, I want to get, get involved with what Hope is doing in Haiti, or I want to go on a mission trip. Or there's some people who are like, man, I'm not sure I can do either one of those, but I want to get involved in some type of global ministry. What advice would you guys have? And obviously everybody, you know, the good thing about this is we want to have three different perspectives, yeah. which is good, but just what advice would you have for people? Dawn's going to give the nice advice, and then I'm going to give the advice that, you know, it sounds a little bit harsh, but we'll let her go first. Why don't you go the harsh and then the nice? Come on. You're going to make me sound even worse. No, you know, you know, for me, I, I just would say, look, I, Dawn, you and I worked together for a long, long time. Um, so you can just tell me to stop talking at any moment. But I, I think we're all, it's, look. Any of us can say, I can't go do a trip, mm -hmm. okay? We can all come up with reasons. This podcast is called Hope in Real Life. Like, I am telling you, based on what I see in Scripture and what I've seen in other people's lives, if you don't intentionally get out of your insulated, protective box, you will never experience the hope and purpose That's in good. your life that you were created That's for, good. ever. And you can find excuses and you can actually even find people that will agree with you in mm. your excuses and they're going to love, you know, mommy's always going to love you and no matter what. <laughs> and, but at the end of the day, you're not going to under your, your eyes aren't going to be open. Your heart's not going to be open to what you were really created for. And so I would say there's very few of those people that you just mentioned if it really comes down to it. So I want to be the guy that's saying, no, I get it. Find a way. Find a way. Okay. But if you can't, or if you're not ready, Dawn, what would you say? <laughs> <laughs> I like that transition. I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. Well, you can always pray. Sure, I mean, yeah. you can pray for our partners. You sure. can pray for, I mean, our partners are just a little slice of God's work on the world, right? So uh, get involved somehow. Like there's, there's places to get involved here. There's places to get involved uh, around your neighborhood. And so what does that yeah. look like? So you're praying, you're also helping send others, you're supporting, like giving, like we support on a regular basis, but yeah. figure out which one tugs at your heartstrings and start asking God, like what, what, where are you putting my heart right now? Like where are my eyes going? And um, opening your eyes to even the neighbors around you, like who has come to us here? Mm. Like, rather than just thinking of what's happening else in the world, the, the world is coming to America too. Like, this is a global world. Yeah, It's not the same as it used to be That's before. Right. So yeah. how can we connect? I'd love you to connect people to partners. And how can you connect and pray for them individually or like ask as a group? Um, and so we'd love to just look, explore. I mean, the sky's the limit of how they can get involved, really. Sure. There's so many different ways now. Charlie, well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I think, you know, everybody needs to be, get involved 
you know, in mission field. I think that the way God called us, you know, to do it. So somehow we have to do it. But I think it's it, we have to keep doing it. Whatever it is, however God wants to use it, use you, you have to say yes. Mm. And then let, let, let him, you know. And I think there is a blessing in that, yeah. you know. I think God will bless you when you do his will, when you obey, you know. I don't think uh, you have nothing to lose. You will have, you will always have to, something to win because you, you choose to follow him, to do what he tell us to do. So, and in like for example, us in our ministry, yes, we want people to always come, we want people to always teach us, you know what I mean, things. But at the same time, we want to support the kids in the orphanage. We want to still have some support for, um, I mean, for the church, for our staff. You, you know what I mean? We, I mean, whosoever God called, like give to give to build, you know, the school or orphanage or, I mean, the community center and things like that. It's, it is very important because all each one of us, God give us some gifts. So maybe my get that I receive so I can have so I can give, or maybe God called me to to do something, or maybe God called me to go somewhere and then do something, but we need to be very faithful in whatever God called us to do. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, thank you guys. Can, can I give him one more thing? Absolutely. Just one more thing. I, <clears throat> I want to, because I, I want to hit on the, and this kind of falls into the last mm-hmm. question, but again, if I had to give like a hope in real life snippet, why global mission? Mm-hmm. I, I think I would say, whether you know it or not, uh, you were made in the image of God. Mm. Yes. And God mm. has a heart for the world. Yes. And so if you want to fully experience, you hear so many times, oh, I'm just searching for my identity or my place. If you want to experience that true image that you have, and you have to lean into that thing that is inside of you that mm-hmm. is for the world, whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. this is an incredibly important conversation. And um, and then I would say like if ways to invest, I mean, you know, things to do if you can't go, I'll, I'll be so bold. I, I think that Hope Community Church is uh, that there's few places on this planet that are making the impact around the world that God is graciously I doing agree. through hope. I agree. You can give to hope, gethope.net slash give. If you don't want to give to a church because you don't know, but that's great. We're going to have the links to some of the nonprofits that we partner with in our show notes, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's, uh, we mentioned earlier, Help One Now, whether that's Together for Haiti, Sunika, we've got a number of other partners that we'll have down there. Investigate Look into them, and maybe there's just some ways that you can uh, come alongside of them that we didn't mention. But at the end of the day, God's heart is for the world. If you want to really experience the hope and purpose in your life that you were created to experience, you got to lean into it. So take a step. Jason, I'm glad you shared that. Yeah, man. I'm glad you shared that. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Definitely check those show notes for all those resources that Jason mentioned. And uh, we hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Hope in Real Life podcast. If this content was valuable for you, don't forget, like, subscribe, share. You never know how important it could be to bring a little hope into someone else's life. Uh, There's even a place here for you to comment. We would love to hear from you and hear your feedback. Until next time, let's keep sharing hope.